Hello, and welcome to our podcast where we will be discussing whether or not kids should attend in-person classes during the pandemic. My name is Maddie, and I'm here to talk about why kids should not be going back to school during the pandemic. Hello, my name is Connor, and today I'm backing up why I believe children should physically be in school for classes during the COVID-19 pandemic. COVID-19 is a current issue in society and can affect children's mental and physical health. From this March through October, the amount of mental health-related hospital visits rose 24% for children ages 5 to 11 and 31% with ages of children 12 to 17 compared to the same time period in 2019. Many parents, caregivers, and guardians face new and difficult choices about how their child will return to school in the fall, such as deciding between in-person and virtual learning. As schools begin to reopen across the nation, parents, guardians, and caregivers will be be making decisions based on a lot of factors, such as individual preferences, health concerns, work work situations, and school considerations. When making decisions about school for your family, there are so many things to think about just besides academics, such as access to school meal programs, social services, extended day childcare, extracurricular activities, social-emotional support from peers and educators, and transportation. The COVID-19 pandemic has affected the entire world. As we start to lay back on some of the restrictions, including in-person schooling, some questions arise. In our podcast, we will discuss some of the pros and cons of sending your child to school this year. So, Connor, what do you perceive as the benefits of students being in-person for their classes? Well, to begin, kids with depression can have their illness worsened by at-home isolation. Depression can often be from feeling distant from other people, and keeping these kids home will only make it worse. Kids with mild or severe depression will have their cases worsened with when mental health support is no longer available to them in school. Mental health is extremely important, especially with teens. And if they cannot get the help they need from the school systems, it becomes a big problem. Black, Latino, Native American, Alaska, Native children and adolescents living in low-income families have been hit hard by the pandemic. Another, another um, example regarding children, and, children versus adults and how they transmit the virus. Adults are far more likely to produce aerosols the little particles that are spread through the air when someone breathes, coughs, or sneezes. There are approximately 21.05 million teens from the age of 15 to 19 in America. Studies have shown that one in five teens do not have secure internet connection at home. That is equivalent to about four million teens, which is in the same amount of students who may struggle learning from home at this time. In addition to academics and learning, students gain social and emotional skills, get exercise, and have access to mental health support that are not accessible in remote learning. So, Maddie, can you tell me why you believe that students should not attend in-person classes? Some reasons that have led me to believe that children should attend virtual classes instead of in-person classes are because in-person school has a higher risk of COVID-19 exposure for your child than virtual instruction. Right now, kids with anxiety might be distracted from learning because they are scared to contract COVID. Kids with severe OCD that have an issue with germs would not feel safe being inside of the school with other kids and might find themselves in a never-ending cycle of trying to feel clean and protect themselves from the virus. Stress 
around the virus can trigger OCD compulsions, which can include counting or checking things or obsessively washing their hands. Even though in-person classes may benefit students right now, if we keep everyone at home for virtual classes, the long-term effects could be more beneficial. Full remote education may cause kids to have a more difficult time learning, but there are many ways that teachers and the school can help. Teachers know what most of the kids are going through and can be more lenient in understanding when assigning and grading. The school can make sure that they reach out to kids to check on their mental and physical health. Everyone wants life to go back to normal, and the most efficient way for that to happen is to keep kids away from the school building. Also, if a student lives with someone who is compromised, they should not attend in-person classes because they could put that person at risk of contracting COVID-19. My standing on this argument is that students should be in school, considering the situation we are in regarding the COVID-19 virus. My opinion on this matter is derived from a list of key points that I found during my research, one being about a certain mental health case, depression, where it is more, what is important that these students attend school for their own good. I believe that students should not go back to school during the pandemic. People with mental disorders such as OCD and anxiety may be influenced by going back to school negatively. These mental disorders make it harder for kids to focus on their actual schoolwork due to fear of germs and the virus, which impacts their grades and their knowledge for the future. There's been a 35% to 50% increase in clinically meaningful childhood mental health problems since the virus has started. Going back to school also can increase the spread of the virus. There's been a 28% increase in cases since the beginning of the school year. Even though it isn't as harmful to kids, they can still contract the disease and spread it to their family who could who it could affect more negatively if they are older or compromised. My opponent's opinions are not adequate enough to prove going to school is not safe enough during the pandemic. This is because these disorders that she mentioned, including OCD and anxiety, and anxiety that may be triggered by going back to school can also be spoken about in the opposite fashion. These students' disorders can also be triggered by at-home isolation. To counteract her point on the spreading of the virus, studies have shown that school outbreaks of the virus tend to come from the community and not actually from the school. This means that kids are not contracting the virus directly from the school. They are instead getting it outside the school and possibly bring it to school. Yet that seems counterintuitive. There are extremely little outbreaks that originate inside the schools. To sum up my points, the benefits of being in school outweigh the downsides since the virus does not tend to spread within the schools. I believe that my opponent's opinions are not valid because even though the virus is much more likely to be contracted from aerosols, it is still possible to contract the virus from surfaces. Studies have shown that the virus can live for hours to days on surfaces like countertops and doorknobs. The lifespan varies from the material that the virus is on. It lasts for up to four days on wooden objects such as pencils, two to three days on plastics such as bus seats and backpacks, two to eight hours on aluminum such as soda cans, five days on paper, and up to two days on fabric such as clothes and shoes. This is dangerous because even though there is a much lower risk, if you touch the virus and then touch your eyes, nose, or mouth, there is still a possibility of you contracting the virus. Another issue is being asymptomatic. About 20% of people who are considered asymptomatic have shown zero symptoms, but are still able to pass on the disease to others. If students are contracting the disease from outside the school and are asymptomatic, they might pass along the disease to others without even knowing it. There are so many pros and cons to this controversial topic. Many people have different opinions on what to do with their children. 
Parents, guardians, and school districts have done research on this topic and made many tough decisions based on the minimal information that scientists have collected over the past months. One of the main topics was kids with mental disorders such as OCD and anxiety. Not only the parents, but also the kids in this situation are nervous to go back to school and to be surrounded by people and unknown germs. However, on the flip side, for kids with mental disorders such as depression and ADHD, it's important for these kids to be at school and make sure that they have enough social interactions and are able to pay attention in class in order to learn to the best of their ability. People of all ages are worried about catching or transmitting this disease, but it's actually less common in younger children than it is adults. Adults are far more likely to produce aerosols, which are the small particles spread through the air when someone breathes, coughs, or sneezes. In conclusion, neither side of this argument can be proven effective for all students. Instead, the overall decision should be made by the child and their family based off what will benefit their child the most.